When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why are iPhone chargers not called apple juice? (laughs) Apple juice. Laugh. I'm funny. Grab a jam, I swear. Hey, Schmackamagob, it's time for another Vieira Vault and another uh, donation from uh, somebody from, correct me if I'm wrong, Slovenia? Yes, you're right. His name is Nate, right? Yes, you got it right. Awesome, dude. Thank you so much for donating. Uh, We've had you on this. Was it ACDC we had you on the show for? Uh, correct. We, I was guesting on your, yeah, flick of the switch episode. Yeah. I was the, the Vlad. Yes. I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. We were, we were saying like, uh, something like that. Yeah, correct. Uh, anyway, uh, you, uh, want to do something from Rory Gallagher. Now, before we get into this, I got to say, I've heard of him, but I've never heard his music. And, um, so I did not. I did yesterday and today. I listened to this album three times, just to get it, uh, you know, to soak it in as much as I could. Uh, my review of it. I mean, I'm going to tell you my review, but you know, it's going to be a review of a guy, a guy that lived with the album for one day. So it's not like I have a lot to expand on. I'm just going to talk about the music and so on. Uh, I believe he was more popular in Europe than America. Correct. Um, yeah, actually, he was like getting kind of big here, especially in the 70s. Um, I mean, I'm his fan like for a year since I was in Ireland last year, and I got in, into his uh, music um, there. Uh, but he was, yeah, like kind of big in Europe, but not like Jimi Hendrix or Eric Clapton big, but like, like he was becoming big, but... Don't ask me why. I still haven't figured it yet why exactly he did not, let's say, get he got his breakthrough or something. He was like, like a like a big, but like like a Saxon big, so to say. You know, he was like popular. People were aware of him, but he was not like Iron Maiden big, to put it this way. Yes. Was he kind of like um, a rising star? Like getting getting big right before um, the start. No, probably not. I mean, his career was was going on, let's say, from 1963 or something, and he died in '95. So he was on the scene for like 30 years or so, or 33 years, depends wow. what you what you what you take for his, let's say, first year or something. Uh, but otherwise, yeah. So 30 years. I mean. I'm not like um, like a like a Rory expert, but from 
what I I get from the you know Wikipedia and, and stuff. He was like 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 big, but not not like Jimi Hendrix or let's say maybe he was in the same vein as um, as um, what, what's his name is. Um, Gary Moore or something, you know, like like this I way. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like here we would say Rory Gallagher would be more like a Frank Marino. You know who Frank Marino is? Uh, I know of him, but uh, no, I'm not familiar with his. Uh, yeah, song. he's he's kind of like an uh, almost the same vein music. Um, a little more Hendrixy than Rory, but he was you know as a guitar player from Canada that. I mean, I, I he was always around when I was a little kid, but mm-hmm. he was always kind of like an opening act. He played California Jam, but he was never really a headliner. He's more popular now than he was then, but, you know, he hasn't released any new music, and um, I'm a big fan of his that... Oh, I, I remember there was like a Corona episode or something you did. You were like talking that you were planning to... Yeah, going to Vegas or something else. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't Vegas, uh, but it was um, Pennsylvania, and ah, okay. I had plane tickets. I had tickets to the show, and I had hotel room. Had it all booked. Uh, hotel uh, got the money back. Uh, not getting the money back for the airplane. The, the flight is still on, but the show's not. Uh, the show I heard is going to reschedule, but I don't know when. Um, going to hold on to tickets, but. Like I was saying, I think there's a direct correlation with Rory and uh, Frank Marino where, you know, people are aware of him, but he wasn't really like, he's never really been big. Now he can play like small theaters and clubs and stuff. Uh, but in the past, it was like that. So, but I got to say, I was very impressed by this record. Um, and he, and I will say this as we go into it. He does something a guitar player does that I don't like. But he does it. When he does it, it's good. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I, I like when he does it. A million guitar players does what he does. And I'll, I'll talk about it when we get into the song. So how, how did you discover him? Uh, so I was actually aware of him um, because of my father. Like when he was, he was a teenager, he had a uh, cassette of this album. So photo finish. Uh, but then Rory actually like um, uh, fell off my radar, so to say, because uh, I'm mainly I'm more of a ACDC and this kind of um, rock guy, like you know, Rose Tattoo or um, so the Australian those rock scene from seventies, uh, uh, maybe a Buffalo or some or similar bands. Uh, but last year we went to Ireland um, with my girlfriend and. Actually, I was I was like uh, you know exploring a bit of Irish scene. I I'm a fan of Tim Lizzy, yeah, and and I knew you know the popular bands such as U2, and I'm also big uh, big fan of Irish folk folk music like the Dubliners and similar. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then I was listening to this album Terrari, so to the photo finish. And it felt really good. I mean, more at first, some songs like didn't get me at all. Uh, but then, like you know, you 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 go through the record a couple of times, and it's uh, it's really good. Especially now, I played like yesterday or something. 
and it was like bomb you know i got everything like it was probably meant to be so you you do you own more of his records uh yeah i mean in ireland uh, i got the what i got the photo finish record uh so this one that we'll be reviewing uh and i also own uh the irish 74 tour so that's a live album from the from his early stuff Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also have uh, Priority, so that's the album that he released uh, afterwards. So after the after this one that we are reviewing, yes. How how, how did he die? Uh, actually, uh, as far as I know, he died due to liver problems. Um, they they I don't know the correct term, but they they changed his livers. Um, and then he died like a, because of the complications or something. So he he made it through the operation, but then like like you know the the aftermath of the operation and something and something did not went good or something, and then he passed. Yes. Was he? What was it? Do you know if it was because of his drinking? Was it um, maybe, I, maybe, yeah. I read somewhere that he was uh, drinking, but uh, you know, so, uh, maybe wait. We, we can maybe check on Wikipedia what's the the exact reason. Uh, no, only says Rory uh, Gallagher received a liver transplant in '95, but died of complications later that year in London at age of 47. So. Maybe maybe due to alcohol, but like I said, there there are a bit of uh, conflicting stories. What exactly was the reason? But probably yes. Was he from Ireland? Uh, yes, he was born in Donegal, uh, but then he yeah he was he was Irish. Yes. Oh, then it definitely was alcohol. He's from Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. People are getting mad at me. Well, you know, that's the thing, you know, St. Patrick's Day, Irish people, drinkers. But, yeah, I'm not saying he was. I'm just making a joke. Well, anyway, so uh, you're my guest, buddy. And, again, I want to thank you for donating. This ain't the first time you donated before. And I thank you for coming on the Vieira Vault to do your donation. Um, And uh, I want you to take uh, track one, which is... Uh, Shin Kicker. I like that title, Shin Kicker. Yeah, so um, uh, this uh, in my books, this is the definition of the opener, so how the album should start. Uh, should start. Uh, Rory also serves as some very tasty uh, riffs, uh, and the, the, the track itself, uh, itself proves that um, Gary Moore was not the only let's say, proper guitar player from Ireland. Right. Uh, and also, I think it's like, um, it's like a, if you if you go through lyrics, um, the, song is, the song is also a bit funny. Like, in one way, he's like uh, making fun of the Americana um, culture of this era, so like the truckers and this stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, but on the other hand, it is also like a like a like a big thank you or something like saying, okay, look, we can, we are also capable of doing this. But since you are the ones who who inspired us, you are like the the 
influence. The boss, the, the influence, yes. Yeah, I, I think it's a kick-ass song. It's a good way to start it. It's a good introduction for me, uh, for Rory Gallagher. Uh, not only a really good guitar player, I really like the, the solos. It's very tasteful. Uh, but he also has a really good voice. He's a singer, right? Yes, actually, um, I don't know if you read on about the facts about this album, but he in the in the sixties he was having a trio band similar as let's say Cream or something. Uh-huh. Um, but then when the band the band broke and when he went um, to to be solo artist when he became a solo artist. Uh, he was having a bigger band like keyboards and other um, but then after the I think after the recording after the first take of this record he was not um, he was not uh, satisfied with the results with the final form of the album and afterwards they re-recorded the album once again so the one the one you heard is actually a second take um, and it was much better because there they were playing like a trio. So he on the guitar and then two other guys taking care for the drums and stuff. What was the band he was in before? Was uh, Taste. 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 That was the name. Taste. Yes. Okay. It was. was it? it is like I went through their. I think they released like two albums, and it is like if you are a fan of Cream. You will probably like them, but uh, vocals there in cre- in taste are not that good as when Rory went solo. Okay, uh, I don't remember what song it was on here, but there was a song that I was thinking: uh, Is that him? Does he sing the whole album? Uh, yes, he was the singer on the album. Yes. Okay, I I don't remember what song it was, but I was thinking: I think that's a different vocalist, but I wasn't sure. Uh, he changed. I can't remember now the song, but. But it's a great song. I really dig it. Great guitar playing. I like the solo. I like that riffage. And I like his voice a lot. He's got a good, powerful voice. Uh, it's good stuff. I'll take the next one. It's called Brute Force and Ignorance. Uh, this one is a, a little uh, more of a slow tempo, but it's still pretty kick-ass. And this is the thing he does on guitar that I don't like when other guitar players do it, but I like when he does it. The slide guitar. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of slide guitar playing, but for some reason, the the use of his side guitar playing was pretty cool, like infectious, and it really complements the song. And I don't know. I, I've always felt like you know the slide guitar was just there, just to not show off. Let me think, just to you know make a song sound different. But his slide guitar playing was a little different than others. I felt. I don't know how. What do you feel about? Do you like me? Do you uh, notice his slide guitar playing? Um, actually, uh, yes. I mean, if you ask me, the song really just contains the the wave that he started with the first song, so to say. Um, and I mean, really, his playing is uh, really that's probably the reason why I became fan of his. Uh, and also, it is funny if you. If you check his background, for example, he he's also being named as one of the Slashes um, guitar heroes, so the idols. Oh, really? 
Wow. Yeah, and also I think Brian May is also very, very, very like very pleased that he knew him and so on. Uh, and yeah, so he's as far like as far as I know, he was like not let's say commercialized that he was like a very big name, but uh, in his circles, like uh, you know, slash and stuff. Uh, he was very respected. Like he was very, um, let's say, mo- mo- uh, very. He was uh, he was very modest, so to say. Uh, and also, he, he was also very influential on the Iron Maiden. Uh, if wow. you if you if you listen to his riffs, I think just let me check uh, what's the, the exact name. So one song is with pretty similar name. Is Moonchild, so it's like you know, like Iron Maiden songs. He also had one before them, uh, and yeah, there are like some similar, like similar riffs and stuff. But nice. What did you think of Brute Force and Ignorance? Uh, like I said, I, I I love it. It's really really good song. He he like uh, he continues to show us why he's guitar hero. Uh, and really, really nice and very strong song is. Cool. What do you think of uh, Cruise On Out? Uh, so it, uh, the tempo of the album, I think it, uh, it, um, it speeds up, um, it speeds up a bit. Uh, and also Rory continues uh, to show us why he's the guitar hero. I know I'm <laughs> repeating myself, but I really love this album. Um, and yeah, so he continues the, the the thing that he started at the beginning, uh, and really very nice song, yes. Yeah, I, I actually like this song even more than the first two. Uh, it's almost a chicken picking Roy Clark on electric guitar vibe to this. Uh, he's his guitar playing in this song is very exceptional. It's like, all right, this guy is you know, because he changes it up too. Uh, it's more of a, like I said, like a chicken picking, not country, but, you know, in the country vein, but he does his own spin on it. And I like it, you know, yeah, I like the sped, sped up tempo on this song. Uh, this song rips, man. He rips on this tune, and I was very, very impressed on this one. Um, the next one is called Cloak and Dagger, and I think this one is very catchy. I really like the chorus in this song. Again, excellent guitar playing. And uh, like I said, I've only lived with this for a day, so I can't go too much in depth with it. But um, this one has hooks, more hooks than the first three. Uh, And I dig it. I'm really digging this album. I'm going to give it more spins uh, after we're done with this episode to get more. And, you know, I'm going to check out more of his stuff. What do you think of Cloak and Dagger? Um, It is another another song that contains the, the wave that was started at the beginning. So it's like straight A, straight A, straight A. So just awesome songs, one after another. Uh, but it's also a point where the album slows down because there, if you have a vinyl um, vinyl copy, I think it is the, the one one song before the last song, uh, and it, it shows that album is you know slowing down a bit, and that uh, the record is slowly coming to an end. Side A, yes. All right, so that's the end of side A. We're on side B now. Uh, actually, there's one more song, and it's called uh, "Overnight Back." Yes, "Overnight Bag." What do you think of that one? Uh, 
Um, so another another great song. Uh, and I also like its uh, parts. So, you know, if you are a fan of the 70s Finn Lizzy catalog, mm-hmm. uh, you, will, you will like it because it's like, the, you know, the, the rip that's like, if you are into Thin Lizzy or other Irish bands from the 70s, you will know what I'm talking about. So the, the, the riff. Uh, and it's really just another, another great song. Yeah, I, I think the choice of notes he plays on the solo in this one is pretty damn catchy. It's, uh, I don't know, it sounds very thought out, very well played. And, uh, you know, none more evident on this song how, you know, he, it's almost like a song within a song. Uh, I like what he does in the solo. I like the song overall, uh, but it, it, the, 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 the guitar playing and the solo is... Uh, my favorite part because it's it's very catchy the way he, uh, you know, um, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? He emulates the the vibe of his playing. Uh, I I hear a lot of talent and I I can see this guy uh, did his homework. Uh, just didn't go in there and just like sing, play guitar, and you know he really took the time to uh, write a really nice solo for this one because I, I really dig this one as far as solo-wise. And overall, it's a song that's really good. Uh, all right, so I guess we flipped the album over to Shadow, the Shadow Play. Yep. And uh, uh, this one, I, I really don't have much to say about it. Not really uh, inventing the wheel on this one. I guess uh, you tell me, this one would be considered a filler? No, actually, this is uh, this is the best song uh, of the album for me. <laughs> okay. Because uh, really, I really love the the intro, uh, and if you put it uh, together with the uh, Rory's, uh, like I said, really special singing um, voice, and also the bass that is uh, that is accompanying the song uh, is really good. I mean, uh, it is also one of as far as I know, the only song that I ever, ever heard, ever heard on, on radios here, but that is only on special occasions because mostly they play, you know, Metallica, Nothing Else Matters, and so the hits. And Rory's not like a big name, uh, but this is the only song that's probably being played on the radio if the guys are not having like a special radio shows and stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's the song that when, every time I hear it, it really just it brings the smile on my face. I love it. Oh, that's wild, man. Here I am thinking the filler track was actually the single off the album. And your favorite <laughs> off it. Well, you know, I got to live with it more, you know. But I, I didn't dislike it. I just felt like, it, you know, it's... I don't know. I got to hear it again. All I know is when I heard it, I go, I think this may be a filler track on here. But little do I know. What do you think of the next one, the Mississippi Sheiks? Um, the album continues. So, like I said a couple of times, uh, another strong song. Um, the only difference is that the the song is a bit slower, like a bit more bluesy. Uh, and yeah, so like the name says, Mississippi, you know, the Delta and the blues. Uh, but yeah, another st- strong song. Yeah, I, I I like this one a lot actually. The the flow on this song is killer. I like the groove, and again, you know that killer slide work. You know, I'm like, man, 
Listen to that slide guitar. I mean, I don't think anybody's played slide guitar as good as that. You know, it's because he does something. There's something different. I don't know. I can't put it into words, but all I know is that when he plays a slide, it, it really complements the song. And it's just not like, you know, the, every slide guitar I've heard in the past is just like, hey, look at me. Uh, uh, I can play slide guitar to this bluesy track. And he doesn't do it that way. He, there's just something special about his slide playing. And I'm just saying, on first impression, that's what I got out of it. And I really like the song. I like the groove. I think it's fucking awesome. Um, the last, the next song is uh, Last of the Independents. Um, it has that, you know, um, this, uh, again, kind of like the, the Cruise On Out vibe to it. Kind of reminds me of that song, Cruise On Out. It's fast-paced and pretty kick-ass. And uh, I like, you know, his use of that country twang that he adds to the, you know, the music, the hard rock. The solo smokes and this, as far as like living with it for a day, this is my favorite track off the album. Was Last of the Independence. What do you think of this one? Oh, interesting. It is. It is the first weak song for me on this album. Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, because it it has some really like I said really um, nice guitar um, riffs and he. I mean he once again he. He proves that he's a guitar hero, um, but it is like, like I said, it is it is considered um, a filler for me. But so, if I would have a chance, you know, to put the put to put, put together the set list of this album, um, I would change the song with uh, one of the extras that was put on the expanded edition a couple of years later so when the cds um, were popular and this is a song called early warning it is much better hmm, interesting and this is my favorite offer <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, why don't you take the last song it's called fuel to the fire uh so it is another song that corrects the um, the, uh, the let's say mistake that was made by the previous song, so the the independence is not uh, really uh, one of the one of my favorites, but Future Fire, the perfect closer, uh, the, the perfect end of an album, and the only the only thing that uh, comes uh, to my mind every time I listen to this album is I have to flip it over and listen to it once again. Oh, really? So it's not you can't just listen to this once. No, when I put it on, it's on for a, for a couple of times, yes. <laughs> All right, nice. Uh, I like it, too. It's a slower tune, but it has that hard rock edge. It's not a ballad. It's more of a t- mid-tempo rocker and, again, a awesome guitar solo. And he does. And this is the one where he does a lot of soloing on it. And, uh, yeah, it's it, it's awesome. I liked it. I, I, I really did like this album. I, I You know, and I didn't dislike Shadowplay. I just felt like, all right, this is maybe a filler, you know, but little did I know, you know. But I dug it, dude, uh, and I thank you for turning me on to Rory Gallagher. Um, there, wa- there is um, a Rory Gallagher show that I can rent on Netflix um, that I almost did a few years ago. I was like, I've heard about this, dude, and I never got around to renting it, so I am now. I'm going to rent it because he has, like, a home video out there, I guess from some TV show or something. I'm not sure. I know that there is something about his about his 
touring 70s and all of this um, of this pro project, but more of that I'm, I'm not really aware. I mean, I uh, I've listened to a bunch of his albums. This um, what I heard. I like I said, I like, I love. Uh, but his um, his uh, his catalog is like really big. I think. Let me check how many albums did he release during his life. So it is uh, eleven. Uh, so during his lifetime, he released eleven uh, eleven uh, studio albums. Uh, not not uh, not not including the live albums and the stuff that was released after his uh, death. Uh, I think that this year there was like a new live album or something, and I have to check it out. Well, was he recording new music all the way up to his death, or did he stop? Uh, actually, the last he died in '95, and the last the Fresh Evidence album was released in 1990. Uh, so okay. I'm, I think not really. I mean, there was like uh, like. Um, like uh, an outtakes album or something with many different stuff, but he's not like you know Jimmy Hendrix when he was constantly recording something. Right. Uh, but no, there are some uh, some some outtakes, some demos, uh, but no, not not that much. Interesting, dude. Well, I thank you for um, for uh, wanting to do this one um, because. Um, I, I I really did enjoy it. I mean, I don't, don't have the full grasp of it quite yet. You know, it takes like several listens to finally, uh, you know, connect. But I uh, I've always heard about this guy. Not a lot, but I've heard the name thrown around here and there. I knew he was. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't sure if he was like a blues player or you know hard rock or what have you. But he's a little bit of both and. You know, even from Ireland, I hear a little country in a couple of those songs, like the like a country picking type thing that which is not easy to do. You know, that takes talent to do stuff like that. Yeah, especially if you if you, I think I mean um, he was not Johnny Cash big, but right. he was like music wise or style wise, he was like in the similar or same vein. I mean, like, Rory was having, like, you know, blues and Irish uh, influences, like the Dubliners. Um, on the other hand, Johnny Cash was having, like, more of the American, you know, country and these things, but he also put, like, his rock and roll touch to the country and, you know. Nice. Well, it's, uh, it was... It He's a talent, I can say that, and a good voice, a great voice. I, I really, I really liked his voice, and uh, I don't know if he ever did tour the states. He probably did. I mean, back in the seventies. Um, yes, I I know of. Um, there was like a there was like a picture with him with and Slash. Oh, uh, yeah. Like I said, he was like hero of his, and they. I know of one concert that they performed together. I'm not sure if audio or something exists, but the picture is um, online. Uh, but I also know of there was like a recording when he and Phil Lynott performed together. Wow. Uh, so Phil was like, I think, on bass and he was uh, playing the guitar. Wait, I will 
I will look it up on, on YouTube just in a second. Would it, would it be like a, a Rory Gallagher project or? Uh, no, there was like a like a guesting appearance on some okay. festival. Just let me check. Uh, but to name a few, there was like Bad is Bad, and there was the other one is uh, This is the Woman. So I'm not familiar with the songs, but also recording is not that good. But it's it's interesting to hear. Yeah. So the Phil was on the bass and Rory was doing his guitar magic. Yes. That's uh, pretty cool, man. I mean, I figure, yeah, they should have, you know, they probably grew up in the same music scene, club scene, what have you, because Thin Lizzy and Phil and not pretty much started like late 60s, I think. So I'm sure they were buddies and friends and. That's sad, man. It's sad that he's no longer here, as well as the great Phil Lanata and Gary Moore, man. What a shame. Yeah, and also, um, Rory was like, as far as I see, he was like a year older than Phil. Uh, But yeah, there, I mean, Ireland is not that big, but yeah, so the scene was big, but yeah, they they were buddies probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really know of, but I, you know, of course I wouldn't know, uh, a big rock scene back then. The only thing I know of is uh, them, you 2 and uh, what is it, Skid Row, <laughs> you know, with uh, Gary Moore, yeah. the old Skid Row band. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I know about Ireland. But I, I, uh, I thank you, bro. I thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, no, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It was an honor, and I hope that will turn more people to Rory Gallagher. Yes, I, I hope so too. I hope uh, the people that listen in will give it a give it a chance, you know. And uh, uh, before I go, and before I go in, into my vault, uh, what song would you think would be the best representation of Rory Gallagher uh, to turn people on to that doesn't know Rory Gallagher? Uh, probably the one that you you say that you said that you were thinking that it would be a filler for me. That's Shadow Play. Shadow Play. So you think that that should be on the, on my vault this week? I should play Shadow Play to get people uh, to. And I, hey, who who knows? It may be my favorite song later. You know. I'm, yeah, and I'll, also, I'll yeah. and also if I can um, recommend them, they, they should actually listen to the whole album because the. Fr- um, albums float is really good. I mean, if you if you like this kind of rock, this kind of music, then it is really a, a starting point if you would like to know it already better. Well, Nate, I thank you so much, brother, for being part of the Vieira Vault and and agreeing to do the the review here on this podcast. And um, I can't thank you enough, man. And I, I would like to have you back on my show without a donation. Sure, yeah. feel free to to hit me on Facebook or Skype or and of course you're you're taking it to ACDC, so maybe an ACDC episode. Yeah, yeah they were they were like my my getaway to my the first band that got me into rock. I also uh, seen them live twice, once with a back in black lineup, so with Malcolm, Phil, Cliff, Brian, and Angus. And then I also, I also back in 2016, yeah, it was when they were in Europe with Axel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also really good. And I also saw Phil Roth once when he was uh, with his, uh, his solo band, yeah. Oh, I, I like that one album, the first one he did. I thought it was pretty good. That Phil uh, Headspace or something like that. 
Yeah, head, head, head up, yeah. Heads up. Well, it was good. Good album. Good. You know, it was very ACDC, but it was cool. I, I dug it. Yeah, I, actually, like, he was like, I mean, my, my impression once I heard the album, it was like th- those were the songs probably which he was having for probably the whole time since ACDC catalog is more Young Young and Scott and Young Young and Johnson or just Young Young. Uh, and probably those were the songs that were rejected from band or I mean he was also out of the scene for like 10 years or something in the 80s uh, yeah. so probably he was a jamming I mean he's one of my favorite drummers uh, and yeah I mean it was interesting to see him perform these songs and I also if I remember correctly they also played Kicking the Teeth from Power Edge album oh really nice they did that awesome a lot yeah that's one of my favorite, one of my favorite ACDC songs. One of the most vicious ACDC songs, actually. Right on, brother. Well, dude, again, thank you so much for being part of the Vieira Vault. And I'm going to go in the vault now and play that song. And uh, what can I say? I thank you so much for taking your time, taking the time to do this. Uh, we are, we are uh, doing this at, uh, what time is it over there? Well, you, so- you, yeah, go ahead. It, it is nine forty in Slovenia, so it's like uh, it's in the night, so it's like twenty one forty. All right, it's uh, three forty one over here. So I usually do my shows at night, but I did two today: one from Australia and one from Slovenia, all around the world today. <laughs> I did one at ten thirty in the morning, and now three forty one p.m. And uh, I'm going to sleep now. <laughs> Uh, are, are you? Uh, by the way, are you? Uh, are you? St- are you, of course. Like it's going around around the world. You're. You're. Are you on lockdown over there? Um, actually, um, yeah, we're having um, the government put in action some regulations that are uh, that are um, influencing our uh, our um, moves, our living. But as far as I heard, there. I mean, the situation now is slowly coming down. Okay. Yeah, so I hope that it will not uh, last any longer. Yes. Yeah, no, as we speak here in the States, we're at the peak. Now it's like the worst. So they're, they're, they're predicting it's going to start going away after like a couple more days. But uh, it's, it's been bad, and I've been stuck at home. That's why I told you. Dude, I don't care what time. I'm 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 home, you know. I can't go out. So, uh now is the perfect time for me to do an episode at any time, you know. But um yeah, well, dude, stay safe, uh be stay inside. Uh I want everybody listening to stay inside cuz you know, the more we stay inside, the faster this shit goes away and I can go out again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, you know, I really miss fucking, man. That's what they have miss the most. <laughs> I miss sex. I need this shit to end already. This is getting bad. It's getting out of, out of hand and on the wall, man. All right, you brother. So you have a good one. And uh, you too. thank you so much. Very special thanks to Nate. He's a great dude, as you can tell. Um, I'm running out of donations. I know there's more donations out there. Anybody out there listening now, uh, if you donated to the Rock and Metal Combat Podcast for the Rock and Pod Expo, hit me up and we'll do the review here on the Vieira Vault. If you don't, then I can't honor your donation. It's out of my hands. It's all up to you. 
Anyway, follow me. Let's go inside that vault. All right, as promised, I'm going to play a Rory Gallagher song. I asked uh, the guy that knows more about Rory than me, and uh, he picked uh, the song Shadow Play. And I'm like, wow, I thought that was a filler, but obviously he knows more than me. It was a single. It's rarely played on the radio, but it has been showing up on the radio where he's from. So uh, hopefully you'll uh, it'll do more to you than it did to me on the first couple listens. Though I do not dislike the song. I just like all those other songs more. But if you dig this, I highly recommend you check out the album, Photo Finish. Here's Rory Gallagher with Shadowplay.
Gallagher with Shadows play from the album Photo Finish. And boy, I don't know if the, you know, Nate's uh, influenced me or not, but listening to it now, it sounded better than how I remembered it. I guess it's one of those grower songs. So if uh, you dig it, go check out more Rory Gallagher. I know I am. I have been listening to uh, the album ever since we did this episode. I listened to it a couple more times. This episode was recorded uh, like a week ago. Uh, I did two. I did two episodes. I did the T.J. James in the morning, the Vince Neil, and then I did this one in the afternoon. So I put up the T.J. James first, and then this one. So hey, like I said before we started the song, this is the last of the donated episodes that I know. I know there's more out there. So uh, if you're listening to my voice now. Let me know if you donated, and we'll do it. If you're not listening to my voice now, fuck you. I ain't going to do your episode. I'm kidding. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I hope everybody is safe out there. I hope everybody that you know, you love, your family, your loved ones, they're all doing good. And uh, what else can I say? Uh, Except I love you guys. I love you all that's listening to my voice now. I want to thank people like James West out there that, Always share my episode, and, and there's more people. I hate, I, I am the worst person to remember, you know, the people that share my stuff. But James West, I just did an episode with him on uh, the Freeform Rock podcast, and James West will be joining me on a future episode uh, where we talk about Pantera, Cowboys from Hell, all the way to Reinventing the Steel, the popular years. No Glamtera talk, even though I love the Glamtera. But I look forward to that. James is a really cool dude, and uh, he was really great on the Freeform. So I look forward to doing a show with him. And I love Pantera. They were stronger than all. So, um, man, being stuck at home has been really an experience for me. And I'm sure for a lot of you out there. A lot of you that like to go outdoors. I'm sure you're feeling my pain. I'm envious of you... uh, you, you homebodies that never go out. I'm sure you're used to this shit and you're you're well adapted to this life. I'm not. I I uh, there's certain times of day I actually I really do go crazy. I, I I and it's weird because I have a library of music, a library of movies. You know, I can do the podcast. I do a lot of videos for YouTube, which just surpassed sixteen thousand. Uh, subscribers, which is wild because I saw a post where I said I just hit 11,000 and it was only a, uh, not even a year ago. So it's crazy how I got 5,000 subscribers ever since I changed my YouTube channel uh, from, uh, you know, only kiss to any, anything I want to talk about. And, uh, and I have been noticing, I'm getting notifications on my phone, uh, new subscribers to this uh, podcast, which I ecstatic about, which is awesome. And and I want to keep doing it, man. I want it to be every single week. I don't want to miss a week. And that's why I'd like to get a lot of donations done. Uh, I do have more ideas. I have an episode in the can, too, that hopefully uh, it'll be up maybe next week. I don't know. Um, it's, it's a long episode, so 
It's kind of the sequel to the the Shining episode me and Nate from uh, the Plug podcast did. We ended up doing The Shining, which is very long, and I know it's going to be crazy to edit because, you know, Nate already put his up, and I want to make, like, a different version than his. So, uh, again, thank you all. Be safe out there. Support music. Fuck Spotify. Fuck downloading. Come on, man. Don't download shit. You can hear it on YouTube. You like it, buy it. You don't, don't. You know, support the artists out there, man, because there's people out there that do that for a living. And do we want our bands that we love and our music just to die because people can't afford, you know, to record or to keep their instruments? It's just a sad word, sad world we live in, you know, to the people out there that download music and do not support or buy any new music. Or that download anything that you like and end up not buying a physical copy. Seriously, fuck you. And everybody else that does what I do, y'all fucking rule. Thank you so much. And until next time, which will be next week, smack a gob.